Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. You're listening to the Master Your Mindset podcast with Coach Mark. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand, a husband, father, online business owner, and 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggle with bringing that same kind of time and energy to my health and family because I was giving it all to my career and business. Through this process, I discovered that I could excel in every area of my life if I was willing to master my mindset. After working on myself in those areas, I've been able to spend the last 10 years helping other leaders make an impact with their health, family, career, and businesses without putting the important areas of their lives on the back burner. If you hang out with us long enough, we will show you how. Today is our Monday show, and on our Monday show, we will dive deeper into longer episodes where I'll be interviewing different leaders in this space and sharing some of my personal aha moments as we go. If you'd like a free copy of my book, best-selling book, Mastering Your Life Through Self-Coaching, head over to the show notes to grab the link or head to leofamilyfitness.com forward slash book. Welcome to the Master Your Mindset podcast with Mark. Let's get right into the show. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. And I have an amazing guest with you guys, or for you guys here today. Um, you're going to feel or see where her heart is, which is incredible. She reached out to me on social media and I saw what she was doing and I was like, yes, I need to get her on the podcast. So I want to introduce you to Catherine Boyle. Who is Catherine? Well, she's the founder of The Courageous One and she's an online fitness coach. She grew up in Philadelphia where her dad worked as a lieutenant in the SVU, the Special Victims Unit, of course. Um, all her uncles and most cousins are also members of the Philadelphia Police Department. After she moved to New York City for college, she lived there for 12 years and worked in, a, in fashion. And she was never caught material. We'll see what that even means. Um, <laughs> but did compete uh, or complete the NYPD Citizens Police Academy in 2019. Since living in New York as a single woman, she quickly recognized the power of online community and connection in her personal and professional life. Realizing that and understanding that not every cop has a, uh, has or was as balanced at, or level-headed as her dad, she decided to create her own community exclusively for police officers. I love that. The Courageous Ones is an online support system offering encouragement and resources to help officers of law enforcement lead healthy everyday lifestyles and create healthy connections both at home and with one another. So if you guys can't hear, she is very much in alignment with everything that we talk here. Um, so yes. Catherine, I want to first off, welcome you to the show. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here and super excited. Awesome. 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 Okay. So here's generally how I like to start, Catherine. I always have a question that I start off with. After that, I have no idea what's going to be asked, but this question is like, somebody gets to like about one to two minutes in right now. And they're like, okay, should I continue to listen to this podcast? Cause I know me personally, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a must listen or this one, maybe I'll fast forward to the next one. So I kind of want you to answer that for people. Um, you know, I know what you're a little bit about because I've seen you, follow, um, I've been following you on social media, but I want kind of like you to answer this question for me is like, why should somebody continue to listen to this podcast? Like what could they potentially get out of this if they continue to listen? 
Yeah. I mean, I have a lot to offer with the courageous ones. Um, I personally have a lot of connections with both active and retired police officers Mm -hmm. um, and they bring their knowledge and resources to my platforms. Um, So I have a ton of great resources that people can learn from. Um, I'm super, super passionate about what I'm doing. Um, Mm -hmm. My, like you mentioned, my whole family pretty much were officers of law enforcement My dad um, went into the job with a degree in psychology. Um, So he really came at it from a whole different perspective than I think a lot of officers did, especially at his time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm really trying to kind of continue his legacy and and bring what he brought to his team to a wider audience. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would I would just love to be able to share what it is that I'm after with everyone. Um, And I would really love to connect with people who kind of need a little bit more support and encouragement when it comes to, you know, leading that balanced lifestyle, because it's not an easy job. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you definitely bring home with you, even if you don't realize it. So, right. I love that. I love that so much. And I think, I think what excited me the most about getting you on here is because you have a slightly different perspective because you're a family member, like you're, Mm -hmm. you're the daughter of a police officer and you have a lot of police officers in your family. And I think like, at least for the people that I choose to surround myself with, like family is so important to us. But a lot of times us being like people out in the field and and having this career, we tend to like not understand the other people's perspective from it. And I think what you could do is really give an an open perspective to it. And really like uh, throughout this process, I'd love to learn some of the things that you, um, that you, your dad taught you, right? Because here's the thing, you're a hundred percent right. Like when your dad started, my guess is there wasn't a lot of people who had this background like he had, right? Yeah. And it hasn't been until recently that, you know, we've had more people um, yeah. join with kind of like a similar background. So it was like, it was unheard of um, back then. So I kind of want to maybe start there. Like you being the daughter of a police officer, like, was there some things that like maybe your dad had taught you or some some things that you see your dad did really, really well that you try to help um, uh, share with the people that you help with the other, uh, first responders and police officers that you help? Yeah. So, I mean, the one thing, it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I realized, you know, some of the things that I thought were normal were actually <laughs> not so much. Um, right. you know, my mom would tell every day, my mom would tell my dad to be careful as he left mm-hmm. for work. And I just thought that that was like the same thing as see you later. Um, mm. until I, until I was realized older and realized like, oh, he's actually in danger every day. Mm. Um, one thing, another thing I was talking with a friend, like if you get pulled over, you know, I know what I'm supposed to do. If I get pulled over, you know, well-lit area, roll down the windows, all of the things. And, you know, I realized as I got older, not everybody knows what to do when it comes to interacting with the police, whether it's being pulled over or just like on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think my dad did a really good job of both protecting us from kind of what he did and also, um, teaching us, teaching us ways to be extra safe. You know, don't leave valuables out in the car, just like mm-hmm. even small things that he learned on the job, um, that he, he brought home and taught us. But one thing that I'm personally really passionate about in the courageous ones is, Obviously, my dad was lieutenant of special victims unit for many years, which is a very demanding job, a very taxing job. Um, he specifically dealt with children 
um, in Philadelphia. So that couldn't have been easy, mm-hmm. but my dad was always there. He was always present. He came to all of our games, all of our shows. We never would have known otherwise that there was something going on at work. Um, so he really was able to kind of walk that line of officer dealing with horrific events and also father raising three children, um, husband raising three children with his wife. So he was always present for us. And he, we always knew he was a mentor to a lot of his staff. Again, we didn't necessarily know what his staff was, Mm -hmm. but you know, when we were little, he was in, in one of his um, cops, he walked her down the aisle. So like he was really a pillar for both us at home, his children and wife and his staff on the job. Um, and that's just where this kind of all came from. Um, and I just really want to be able to share that with officers everywhere. Mm, mm, I love that so much. And, and that is, that's very much resonates with me in terms of like wanting to excel, not just only in his career and be that leader and mentor that he can be there, but also separate it and, and do that as well at home. Um, Mm-hmm. What do you think it was like? I know a lot of people like to coin it as secrets. Like, what's the secret behind how he was able to do that? But from what you've seen, like how how do you think he was able to not only excel in both of those areas, but um, like wh- what nuggets of wisdom have you been able to pull out of that to go? You know what? This is how you can do both of those areas exceptionally well. Yeah, I think that's super important. I think part of it to be honest, was he had that psychology degree Mm -hmm. and he became a cop at 30. So I really think like the life lessons that he had under his belt, he was a little bit more mature and level-headed just like because of his age and life experience Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, But really he was able to kind of establish a mentality of this is my job. It's a unique job. Um, It's not an easy job but it is my job. This is just what I get paid to do. This is how I, you know, bring home bread to raise my family. What is priority is my life, my family, my loved ones. Um, They need to come first and I need to be able to keep them separate so that, you know, there's no kind of uh, like overflow of that tax, emotional taxing into my family. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he was really able to just compartmentalize um, and recognize like, you can't bring home that heavy stuff. You can't drink away that heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love that. And, and let me ask you this, like, um, was there any, a, was there ever a time where stuff did start to bleed over and he was able to kind of like recognize that and, and make some adjustments or did it always seem like he was always on point with that? Um, I think from my perspective, it always seemed like he was pretty much on point with it. Mm. Um, I think that sometimes I could pick up on maybe like a more tense energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think that he and my mom as a unit did a really good job of like balancing one another. So if he was having you know, a tense moment, a difficult day, she was kind of able to intervene and um, just kind of be a bit of a barrier for us 
And um, if that means actually, you know, like he goes into the room and just like does his thing, Mm -hmm. um, whatever it was, I think that they did a really good job of kind of navigating that to make sure that it didn't really weigh on us. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And it sounds like, um, it sounds like he needs to be a mentor to a lot of the younger cops as well right now. I mean, when I, when I don't know what he's doing right now, but like somebody like that, who has really been able to like manage those things, like, Mm -hmm. well, actually now that I think about it, he is because he multiplied into you, right? He multiplied into you and you get to be out there saying, Hey, this is what my dad has taught me. And this is what he's been able to do. And that is like the most, um, I'm so, I'm sure that's the most amazing feeling in the world for him is to have somebody who's out there teaching those lessons. So, um, I'll thank you for him. All right. I'm sure he has already. Right. (laughs) Um, but, but I also want to talk a little bit about this fitness component because, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I heard your, the, the online fitness thing kind of like pop up, like how does that play when it comes to like excelling at home and at work? How do you, how do you make the fitness piece also, um, uh, a part of that? Yeah. So actually this is one area where it doesn't necessarily carry, carry over to, to my upbringing. This is a little bit more just me, um, Mm -hmm. getting into fitness on my own. Um, but it's really important. And I think that this is really starting to come to light in these day and in this day and age, um, that an officer, any first responder, but here we're talking about officers, um, their physical fitness is really like, almost everything to it's what they've got. It's, it's, um, you know, there was, there's like a line, um, train, like your life depends on it because it actually does. And it, and it genuinely does, whether it means chasing someone, um, being able to get into like, like a physical altercation, if it comes to it, um, you really need to be in top shape as an officer more than that physical fitness really translate into mental fitness. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you are physically fit or or you're moving your body every day, that's also going to improve your mentality, your mindset. It's they're all building blocks to support a healthy and balanced lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really just important to recognize that you need a little bit, if not a lot of all of it, including physical fitness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of uh, think of physical fitness kind of like personal development, right? It's not really physical fitness until it touches every area of your life. Right. The same with like personal development, right? It's like, it makes you better in all of these areas. And I know that um, back when I was not focusing on my my health, that would kind of like get me upset whenever anybody would bring that up. But here's like, what I found is like when they're, when I have that inclination of getting upset or frustrated because of X, Y, and Z, it's also the thing that I need to, to lean into because I need to grow the most through it. Because once I did say, you know what, I am going to do this. Maybe it's not going to be all or nothing. I'll just like chip away at my health and fitness. I realized that it was something that I could carry over into the other areas. Um, now, because you do help a lot of police officers, I wanted to ask you, is there any like differences or intricacies around like health, fitness, nutrition, any way that you teach that you think is slightly a little bit different than what you would teach? Like, let's say if you were just talking to somebody in the general public. Um, yeah, I mean, arguably it's almost more important. All of this health, health, fitness, all of that stuff is arguably more important for an officer. There's just so much riding on it, whether it's at the job, um, at home or in your personal life. Um, I think that just like really narrowing in on why it's so important and how it's so important, um, needs to be established. And I think 
sometimes it can be a little bit more challenging just because, you know, sometimes the headspace of an officer is not the most open. Um, and you really have to kind of explain and get down to why the physical, mental, all of that is important and how it's going to pay off in every other area of mm-hmm. his or her life. And, and really just like a, connect those dots. Right. And, and you brought up a really, really solid point in terms of like um, sometimes the unwillingness to be open. Um, how it, it, do, have you found a way to kind of like combat that where like you're able to like really connect with them so they are willing to be open? You know, we, we hear this word being vulnerable. Right. And, and I know as a police officer, we can, we tend to think of like that being a bad word, like victim, like that kind of stuff. Um, but in reality, like, um, being willing to be open gives us the opportunity of like, um, not only growing in that area, but actually getting advice and direction from people, which sometimes even, even that is like, wait, I could, I should be able to figure this out on my own. I'm curious in terms of like, I'm getting people to be more willing to, um, to spend time with their family, to spend time on their health. Like, is there something that you feel like you're able to do, um, or maybe some like, something that you've been able to develop in yourself to really be able to connect with people. So they are willing to like drop that down. Yeah. So one of the things is, is, you know, showing your own vulnerability and me expressing, you know, why I'm here, why I'm doing what I'm doing, the backstory, Mm. um, things like that for sure. But at the same time, I'm not an officer and I'm not coming from the same angle or the same position. So one thing I actually really want to do down the line is um, offer master classes where I can kind of bring in, you know, I have many, many officers um, that I'm connected with who are already in that headspace of, okay, I need to better my mental health. I need to do X, Y, and Z to get the most out of my life. And, And they're already making moves to help other people. So down the line, I would love to be able to bring those those men and women into my community so that they can kind of share their tips and tricks and tools that they utilize so that, you know, the officers I help can really learn from other people who have been in those shoes since Mm. I have not actually been. I love that. I love your willingness to even share that right here, because that, that for me, like you literally just taught, you literally just did exactly what I said. And like sharing that story is like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I'm hundred percent behind that. Right. So, but you also have something on your to-do list that you yeah. <laughs> that you get to do now, right. You're like, yes. sweet, I got off this podcast and I have a list of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want to change a little bit of directions. Cause we have, we have a lot of um, entrepreneurs. I also teach and help inspire entrepreneurs um, to kind of like get past their own limiting beliefs and get out there and, and really take what it is that they've been able to succeed with and help out other people. And I know that's that's what you are doing as well. Um, I'm curious in terms of like, what was the process or the progress of like how your business was actually created? I mean, was did somebody recommend it? Was it just something you said, hey, you know what, I'm just going to do this. Like, how did that, that all come about? Yeah. So it's actually kind of funny. I it was during the pandemic. Again, I work, I've worked in fashion for, since I've been in the working world. So this is like another world for me, but I, during the pandemic, I was laid off. So I wasn't really doing much. Um, I was focusing on my health and fitness journey. Mm -hmm. And one night in the middle of the night, I literally like just bolted awake with this concept of this community. And it was born out of as you mentioned um, in my intro, 
the, the benefits I've gotten from community are incredible where you can just go and talk to people, whether it's about, you know, job, job suggestions, job recommendations, you know, deeper things like miscarriages, fertility issues, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and how in this world cops don't necessarily have that again, because of the vulnerable vulnerability or lack thereof concept. Mm -hmm. So again, in the middle of the night, I just woke up and grabbed my phone and just started typing nonsense in my notes section. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the next day I just kind of went back to it and tried to make sense of it. And it, Mm -hmm. it was a little wonky, but (laughs) essentially this is what came out of that. I don't know if it was a dream or what it was, but yeah, that's kind of how it came to me. I love that. I love that. Did, have you ever had that entrepreneur bug in you? Or was this just something like all of a sudden, like, Hey, I've been in the sales force or I've been in fashion this whole time. Now I'm like, all of a sudden I want to create my own business. I've actually always been like, I don't think I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I don't mm. want to be an entrepreneur. Um, I have always wanted to do something to support cops. Cause mm-hmm. again, my family, I didn't necessarily want to be a cop. Um, so I actually used to Google all the time. How can I support police officers? And I never came up with anything except that's how I found the the citizens police Academy. Mm -hmm. Um, so again, that's when, when this idea came to me, I was like, Oh, okay. I'll just create my own way of helping police officers since I'm coming up with nothing on Google. Right. I love that. That's entrepreneurial right there because like most people would be like, Oh, nothing exists. So I guess I'll just stay in my lane. Right. But you're like, Okay, nothing exists. This gives me an opportunity to kind of create it. I love that. Love that. Um, was was there? I mean, let me just let me phrase it this way. Going back to that time when you were like you're about to create this business and you're going through that process, was there something that maybe if you it's some tip, piece of advice that you have right now that if you were going back to that person who was like just in the process of maybe getting their business started, was there, would there be a piece of advice that you would like to give her? I know it's only been a couple of years, but would there be a piece of advice that you wish you had known back before you decided to jump into this, uh, um, to this business? Oh gosh, a lot, but um, <laughs> probably just start, just do it. I spent a lot of time just like sitting on my hands, thinking, overthinking, talking myself out of it. That was a big mm-hmm. thing. All of the reasons I shouldn't or couldn't do it. Um, so yeah, I think the biggest one would just be, just do it. Just start. Don't know how to start. Just word dump on a, on a Google doc or something. Mm -hmm. Just get the words out. Um, a word dump is, can go further than you even realize if you just start writing and just whatever comes to you, um, can really go a long way. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Like a, a lot of times, um, we think we need to have all of the answers and in reality, yeah. they usually are in here. But when you're like, Hey, you know what I need to like, for example, you're like, Hey, I need to learn how to help police officers. And so you're Googling it. Now what your brain is doing is it's looking for the answers, right? Cause if yes. you don't have the answers, it's always like, where are they? Like they, mm-hmm. I got to find them. Right. And then you decided that your answer was going to be to create this. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I love that because it's, it's the reason why my, my podcast is master your mindset, because when you are like, Hey, I know that I'm going to be able to accomplish this. I just don't have all the pieces right now, but you are now open to finding it. Just you'll find the pieces of mindset that you can string together to actually be able to create that. And and you're right. Like, I think it was James Clear who says like, nobody ever says, I wish I had started later, right? It's Mm -hmm. always like, I wish I had just started sooner, right? 
but that process, yeah. you know, it, it, it took a little bit of time, but look what it's been able to develop into. Right. So that is awesome. That is awesome. Okay. Catherine, before I, before we end here, is there anything else, maybe something that you'd like to chat about, maybe something that we didn't bring up that you think you would like to just maybe share with the people who are listening? Oh my gosh. Um, just, you know, I know that there's a stigma around mental health again, especially in this demographic, but I think that, I mean, honestly, the statistics speak for themselves. Um, it's time to again, break that stigma. And just, if you need help, get the help you might need, even if you don't need help, if you just want to need to talk to someone, someone who might understand what you're going through, do that. Um, that's one of the reasons I'm doing this because if, if, you know, deputy Joe Smith in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas doesn't really have anyone else to turn to who might understand what he's going through. He can reach out to someone, you know, maybe on the PPD, they, they see things all the time um, that he can really talk through just what, again, whether it's on the job or at the person in the personal life, just talk to someone and, and get that out there. I love that. I love that. And what's crazy is like, that's a universal thing. So if we're talking about like mm -hmm. parenting, we're talking about like business, we're talking about police career, we were talking about any of that. Like it is so important to like, just connect with other people who not only yeah. have and share the similar values and goals, but they can give you like different ideas and to sometimes just feel like, Hey, I get, I'm understood. I'm, I've been heard and understood. Right. And mm -hmm. that's a lot of times that's all we need is to feel like, okay, other people do get us. Because that yeah. is that is the truth. There's other people who are out there like you struggling or have been a few mm -hmm. steps ahead of you and they can have a, 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 a nice little path for you to take to get out of that. So great way to end it, Catherine. Let me ask you, if somebody gets to this end of the, this part of the podcast and they want to connect with you, maybe they want to learn a little bit more about you. What's the best place that they could go to um, to learn more? Yeah. So our website is thecourageousones.com. On the website, you can apply to join the private community. Um, and then my Instagram is the courageous dot ones spelled out O N E S. So it's the courageous dot ones. Love that. All right, Catherine, thank you so much for, um, thank bringing you. the energy here today for just like sharing it on a different level. Um, I don't think we've ever had anybody on the podcast, um, who's been able to share it from your perspective. So thank you so much thank for that. You. I'm honored. Awesome. Awesome. And guys, thank you guys very much for listening to another episode and making it all the way to the end. We know there's hundreds of thousands of other podcasts and you made it to the end of this one, mostly because of Catherine, probably not because of me, but I greatly appreciate you guys for listening. If you'd like to leave a rating and review, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, but you guys stay safe out there and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you guys very much for listening to another episode. There are hundreds of thousands of other podcasts out there and we greatly appreciate you for choosing ours. If you enjoyed the content, be sure and subscribe and take a few seconds to rate and review the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to pick up a free copy of my best-selling book, Mastering Your Life Through Self-Coaching, and be sure and check out the show notes for any links mentioned in this podcast. Stay safe out there, everybody, and I'll see you on the next episode.